Welcome to the Outer Rim News Podcast, episode 45 for the week of uh, March 9th, I believe it is. Um, this is There's kind of a short break in between episode 44 and 45 because, well, I didn't get to edit last week's episode in a timely manner. So, we just put that one out uh, yesterday, really. So you're going to get two doses of the Outer Rim News this week. Which technically should be one, but you, you know how that goes. Um, so, without further ado, let me introduce you to um, my co-host for the evening, and as always, Austin. Howdy, Gordon. guys. Hello. <laughs> Glad to be here. How are you? How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Just uh, ready for the work week to be over with. Oh, you're not the only one. Well, you know what? My work week's over with. Oh, well. well good yeah. for you. Yes, the kids are out of school tomorrow, so I get to um, stay home and play babysitter. Yay. <laughs> Woo. What kind of holiday is it for them? Uh, Yeah, it's one of them. It's one of them. Like the... I have teacher no in service days or something like that? Yeah, something like that. I have no clue. All I know is the wife said, hey, the kids are out of school Friday. And I said, oh, okay, I will stay home with them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, who knows? Probably, yeah, probably a teacher work day or something. I'm not sure. All right. I really don't know. I, I can't keep up with it. I have so much going on. Hmm. So how was your, how was your week? Yeah, I mean, awesome. it's pretty good. Like I had, um, was finally able to wrap up. Like I, we, you know, we finished the aftermath trilogy book. You know, the the last one in the trilogy, and then uh, then I was able to actually finish the last X Wing book in that stretch of uh, novels. Uh, the last one being Solo Command. So I was mm-hmm. able to finish that, and that was really cool because it leads into the the courtship of Princess Leia. So I can't wait, wait to start on that because then after that, then I can read the Heir to the Empire trilogy. Timothy Zahn's classic, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, you can uh, you can enjoy uh, the courtship of Princess Leia. That's a good one. Not really. <laughs> I can't remember it. It's like I I've read it, but it was a long time ago. I just remember that it dealt with you know the the Hapens, you know, and uh, and Princess Leia, of course, being courted, you know, because it's it's like Han and um, was it Prince Is? How, how did you, you do you remember the characters at all? Like Prince Isolder. Yeah, I don't. That's vaguely familiar. I I read it when it first came out, and I was not impressed at all. Oh, really? Yeah, it it wasn't one of my you know things. Right, it wasn't my thing. Yeah, it was probably one of the the one of the novels that was kind of on the down slope. You know, it was it was just kind of one of them filler novels. You know, kind of yeah didn't really do much. But it was. I just remember it being that you know there was that. So you got to see the dynamic of how Han finally won the hand of Princess Leia. And um, they introduced that book is the one that introduced the Dathomir witches, the witches of Dathomir. Mm. So that was, to be honest, that was really the best thing to come out of the book was that. But I just remember it, you know, like, yeah, I remember at the beginning of the book, it just starting right off with Han Solo being, you know, he's, of course, a general in the New Republic Army. And um, he basically was the commander of his own show, his own or his own ship, Mm -hmm. not show, his own ship. Um it was called the, the Mon Ramonda. And I was like, wow. So he's, he's actually almost like a starship captain, you know, going around. And then, um, yeah. So you could tell there was like stuff that had already happened. Like he had a, an enemy. He had this, this, um, um, warlord that, that was sort of like his arch nemesis called warlord. I always say, uh, singe or, or zinge, but it was like this short, fat mustached little, you know, crapper you know. hey are you, ta- are, you are, are you talking about me no never man never oh, oh okay you're anyway, talking about so something you, else. Your, okay. your character in this book was just like this little like little rat of a- <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh God. but no I, I that was one thing i remember about the book being like oh it's like you're you're kind of 
you know, plot down in the middle of like stuff that had already been going on. So, so it's weird that came out way before. And then with the X-Wing series in that last book they did before they kind of took a break, they did one called Solo Command. And it was everything that happened leading up to that, to Courtship of Princess Leia. And, you know, throughout the books, you've, you've gradually gotten to know who the Warlord Singe is over, you know, more and more as you go along. And he's basically just mm-hmm. this shrimpy little, you know, and he's, he's smart, but, you know, he's just, he's like, the the slinkiest you know most shady uh, imperial commander you can think of because he's kind of out for himself. So even the other imperial uh, commanders that are out in the you know out the in the galaxy hate him. They hate his guts. So yeah, yeah he was just a crappy character, and and uh, that was all. I kind of I just remember it, it plopping you down into the middle of this kind of a story before you get into the main parts of the book. So yeah, it was pretty cool that the X-wing novels kind of lead into that that book and and give you the backstory. I just I, I never could wrap my mind around. Okay, Leia and Han at the end of Return of the Jedi uh-huh. are an item. Yep. W- w- why why you know go a separate path from that? Well, see, that's why I was like, I, I I can't wait to read the book again just so I can remember it. Like try to you know you know, give a fresh take on it and see if it's if it's if it holds up or if it's still pretty bad, because I can't really remember. I want to say that it was, it wasn't like Leia was just trying to drop Han, but it was like something to do with, because she is a princess. And then this prince from another planet, uh, is kind of pushed into the equation. And I, I just can't remember what was, you know, what even made it a, a competition or what even made it, you know, a, a conflict where Han had to really fight to get her. I, I can't remember. That's why hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll be able to, I'll be able to come back at one of the future episodes here and, and maybe we can have a quick discussion about it and see if it's, you know, I can at least, yeah. you know, we can at least just trash it wholeheartedly, just <laughs> plow into it. <laughs> Speaking of that, it, it, you know, we always refer to her as Princess Leia, but if Alderaan's been destroyed, is she really still a princess? Well, she'll, she's always going to be royalty to me. <laughs> okay, Lord Santeca. <laughs> Uh, I see. You. I see. You. Speaking of, did we ever have that discussion <laughs> about like who? I wonder, like, like who Laura Santeca was supposed to be? Because I feel like he was supposed to be another character, and they had to change that. I I don't know. I don't remember. Like, do you? But I mean, do you agree with that? Me? Do you feel like it's kind of? Uh, I don't know. Like, I just feel like there was supposed to be. I almost felt like it was. It was supposed to be. Uh, Wedge or somebody, you know, somebody who had some history with with Luke, and then, you know, like he, I don't, since the, since Greg Larson, right? No, Dennis Dennis Larson, right? Yeah, Larson Den- something. Dennis anyway, Dennis, Larson. the guy Larson. who originally Dennis played Larson, Wedge, yeah. yeah, the one who yeah. originally played Wedge, you know, didn't want to have anything to do with it. So I always wondered. I think, uh, I think they ended up having to to. Uh, just change it. That, that's that was just the idea. Because I mean, if you know this character, we have no clue who he is, but apparently is supposed to know our hero characters, and and he has some history with them. Yet we don't know who he is. Um, made me feel like maybe he was supposed to be somebody else, and they just had to change it. Like they didn't know. Like okay, well it can't be Wedge, so um, we'll just invent a character. I don't know because you, you know if you look at it, he was that guy was cast at the very beginning, close to the beginning of the film. Oh, What's talking about um, plays? Uh, Max von Sydow? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, remember. if you remember the initial ca- casting, he was a part of it. Mm. I think it was just sort of a nod to George Lucas. How You know, if if you remember the other movies, there was always, you know, a few lines here and there that referred to something else off screen. Oh, okay. that we know, You know, like Lando meeting Han and Empire Strikes Back, you know, like, you got a lot of nerve coming here after what you pulled. <laughs> You know, I yeah. mean, like, you never know what what did he pull? What did he pull? You know, you ne- you, they never say. You know, it's like a story for another time, and maybe that's what this is—is is a story for another time, right? Just my opinion. I don't. No, know. I mean, that's that sounds def. I mean, it sounds, uh, you know, plausible. So he's like, we got to have a book, okay? We got to have lots of books. Let's just write this part in this movie so that we can make a book out of it one day. Yeah, that's the ticket. A book. <laughs> that's the ticket. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had an interesting week uh, reading Star Wars novels mm. and whatnot. Yup. 
Yeah, my my week was sort of boring, but you know what I did do today? What did you do today? Uh, I pulled the trigger on something. Uh-oh. Who'd you kill? Yeah, I pulled the trigger. No. I, well, I'm a, well, not really. <laughs> I pulled the trigger on on ordering, pre-ordering an, auto, an autograph session with one Billy D. Williams. Ooh. Nice. I, actually, I was surprised with how... You know, it was it wasn't it wasn't going to break the bank. Like I was surprised with how cheap it was compared to the others. Oh yeah. So you know, before I did this, now I went on uh, uh, some forums because you know this is my first celebration. Never met a Star Wars person personality in in in, in my entire life. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, guys, I've got one day at Star Wars celebration this year. Tell me, am I gonna if I you know try to get a an autograph? Am I gonna be waiting in line forever? And the consensus was, it depends on who you who you um, are getting an autograph from. And they said, if it's like 80 bucks or higher, then you're probably going to be in line for a while. But anything lower than that, typically, you come and go as you please. Mm, okay. And I'm like, what about what about Billy D. Williams? And they were like, uh, you'll be good to go. He does lots of conventions, so you know he, he's not hard to get a hold of. You'll be good. And I was like... All right. That's really cool. I think I'll pull the trigger. So I did. I did. Now I just got, you know, I, I'm wondering when, when you walk through that line, do you get to like shake his hand with that autograph or is it just like no touchy? <laughs> yeah. Move back. along. Move along. Well, based on my experience, see, that's the thing is I don't know how similar this will be because I was even conflicted because I want to get, I'm, I'm most likely going to buy an autograph session with Ray Park, like number one, like that'll be the main one I go for. Um, and Warwick Davis, if he announces, they, they don't even have him. He's just a host. They don't have him set as an autograph person, but, yeah. um, you know, at Dragon Con, you know, you, I mean, you really don't pre-order autographs. You just have to get in a line to get one and, you know, first come first serve. But usually it's like mm-hmm. you go up, you get an autograph because you're and you're basically paying for either you bring your own thing or you're, you know, you're getting a, um, one of their headshots or something to sign. And, you know, they move you along, yeah. they, they shake your hand, you know, but it may just be depending on the person, depends on how busy they are. Um, if they've got a big crowd, you know, you just, you're going to get pushed through pretty quick and you may be able to say a few things like, Hey, I'm, I'm a big, I'm, you're a big fan. I love you. Um, you know, let me have some blood or something. You know, you'll, you'll get time to, yeah. to, <laughs> to be weird, but you, but it's real quick and then they move along. Um, and then some of them will sit there and talk to you. Like I, you know, I sat there and had a long conversation with Ray, uh, like 10 years ago. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Like it, it depends. Like here, I was wondering if, if you get to even see the person because I'm like, all right, I'm pre pre-ordering an autograph. So I'm, I'm assuming that I, you know, I assume that you'd still get to, you had to go into a line and get the autograph directly from the, from the guest. But I hope you that's do. not the case. You do. Where, huh? You do. Because if you read the fine print, it's like your, your autograph ticket mm-hmm. gives you one autograph oh, okay. and one eight by 10. Mm-hmm. So it can be on that, or you can bring your own star wars related merchandise right. okay. but it has to be star wars related okay that, so that makes sense that. That, that makes sense but so that's what i hesitated for a second but i'll probably uh change that but um but yeah the, so you'll you'll probably get into a line and just depending on the on the demand they're, i mean they're going to definitely try to rush you through they'll probably have you know their handlers kind of just move along move along you know that sort of thing next you know but um yeah but you know i'm pretty sure that they'll you'll be able to say a few words i mean my, here's my thing is if, you know, I just read the crowd. If I've got a lot of people behind me, I'm not going to sit there and try to chit chat with them long. I'm just going to, you know, I mean, I, I'll probably be a nervous wreck, but I'll try to like think of just something like a statement to give to them. You know, you know, you just, you know, I just, you know, I just want to say I'm a huge fan and you know, I appreciate you coming. You know, I really, you know, I, I, yeah. I'm glad to get to see you. And a lot of times, yeah. you know, some of them will just be like, oh, thanks, and they'll move on. And some of them will actually appreciate a conversation. Like like I said, when, um, uh, like, for example, Jake Lloyd, whenever I met him and talked to him, you know, he seemed like he was just, he didn't want to have much to do with me when I just mentioned about movies or whatever. You know, he just kind of seemed like he was he was standoffish. But the moment I just mentioned, um, uh, you know, some, I can't even remember how it came up. I just mentioned college. And it piqued his interest. Then you just wanted to talk to me about college. So it, it depends. You may may say something like, you know, I have, you know, like for example, you'll say, "Oh, my two girls love you." 
oh, you got two girls. How old are they? And then they'll probably start like talking to you. You know what I'm saying? And they'll, you know, if you, yeah. if you pique their interest. But, you know, like I said, I always try to keep it short and sweet, show respect, and then be respectful to everybody else and just, you know, get out of the way, basically. Get out of the way is what you're saying, huh? I mean, I don't, like I said, read the crowd, man. <laughs> like, I, I I feel like, here's my thing, too. On top of that, I feel like when you're paying all this money for an autograph from them, I feel like it they do owe it to you to not be, um, you know, like not to be hateful and not to be, like, I feel like you deserve your, your, you know, God, you know, a minute, two minutes. I feel like you deserve yeah. it, you know, yeah. and, and you get to, you can do what you, you know, choose what you want to do with it, whatever. Um, whether or not the, the guest will respond to it or like it, I can't guarantee it because that's always the risk you come into. I mean, have you, have you ever met any of the, any, any people like any, you know, like celebrities no. or whatever from your, from your childhood or just like people you look up to or saw in movies? No, I, I mean, I've <clears throat> like when I, I used to write for comicbookmovie.com. Right. I, I inter- I've interviewed a couple of people, like some Walking Dead cast, uh, mm-hmm. some, and you know, stunt people from movies, stuff like that. But nothing, you know, nobody like big named. Oh, okay. So to speak. Yeah, you know? I was going to say because it, you know, a lot of times, um, like it just really it, you know, you always run that risk of you know you've looked up to this person for so long, or you you really love this this person or whatever, and and you know you can meet them and they'll be everything you dreamed of. They'll be a night, you know, real nice and accommodating and you know, whatever you'll, you know, have a good time. And then they could turn around and be the worst person. They could be the biggest douchebag you've ever met, but really? you also have to, well, you know, cause it's just how it is. So you just have to, yeah. you know, you'll, you'll be surprised, but I feel like for the majority though, I haven't had any problems really. Is it more, more than likely you're either going to run into somebody who really wants to, you know, who's really, wants to be there and they'll talk to you they'll at least be nice and as long as you're not you know holding up the line and and being forceful on them you know like i can you can you call this person and leave a voicemail oh oh god i love you you know give me a picture and all that you know as long as you're not doing that i feel like they're pretty cool and accommodating but you know um some people just may have just social awkwardness that may make you think that they don't want to be there or they are you know they don't like you or don't you know what i'm saying they they're just kind of they kind of put off a little bit um could just be just like i said social awkwardness it could just be they don't know how to really talk to people too <laughs> too well so they're kind of yeah. like hey yeah. how you doing but um but for the most part these people especially the, the ones here at star wars celebration a lot of them are so used to it like ray park and i'm sure billy d williams is going to be like super suave and and cool because i've always even in interviews and just seeing him like you know in, in other videos and stuff he always just seems like he's kind of like a uh you know a a, a warm person. He always seems like somebody who's really inviting. Ray Park, he's been in this game for so friggin' long. You know, he's he's like the poster child for Star Wars. He'll, you know, he'll he'll he's like the song and dance man. So he he loves the fans, and that's really cool. Um, Daniel Logan, that played young Boba Fett, loves the fan. Him and Ray Park and like Jeremy Bullock and all them. They all you know they feed off fans. And Peter Mayhew, I met Peter Mayhew. He seemed a little out of it, but he was still nice and he talked to you. And his wife was lovely like she was the nicest person she was so cool so you know it'll be cool i think i think especially if you've got billy d williams i don't think you have anything to worry about i would be more what's funny is i would be more nervous to be around like felicity jones or like i think Alan well, heck would yeah be you're, you're spending 450 bucks on a signature right but i just feel like she would like because you know she's sort of new to this like it's sort of like a new world opened up for her where she's just kind of thrown into this fandom that she i mean she may enjoy it she may not want to have any part of it but apparently she's i mean she's here to make a you know make an, an appearance and i feel like a lot of people too will probably be more on their best behavior here at Star Wars Celebration because it's put on by Lucasfilm and they probably want to have jobs in the future, especially, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, you know, if they want to continue doing this or if they want to get parts in the movies, they probably will play nice because I'm sure if Lucasfilm finds out one of their guests is just a big, you know, douchebag to their fans, they'll probably have something to say about it. So I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll probably at least put on a, a smile <laughs> for, for the most part. But, uh, 
I don't know. My only experiences are based off of uh, Dragon Con, and Dragon Con is it's become a different beast. When I started going in 2007, you could, depending on the person, you could just walk up to them and start talking to them at the Walk of Fame and get an autograph and all that. And now it's just become so packed and so many people that they've had to really overhaul it and, and make it way more like militaristic and <laughs> streamlined where you just get in a line and you have to, you know, you just have to do this, you know, okay, bow quickly, bow. Okay. And then <laughs> get your autograph move. No soup for you, you know, <laughs> <Wow>. mm. <laughs> stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, this, uh, this is probably going to be a, a whole different experience for sure. Yeah. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm still debating on like the final thing I say to him, like he signed my autograph. What, I, how do I walk away? Do I say something like, uh, uh, thanks. Uh, you know, I'm your, uh, appreciate you being here. Like you were saying, or do I that's, say that's something how I, like, I, that's uh, how I'd pre- approach it. I'd be like, you know, like I'm, cause usually I'm just the first thing I, I, I just have to use. Like, I, I know I keep saying it and I'm, you know, just name dropping, but like Ray Park, for example, I just walked up to him. I was patient. He was talking to some girls and, uh, when he was done, I just came up and I said, Hey man, how, how you know, how are you? I'm, I'm a, I'm a, huge fan you know just wanted to just wanted to say hi you know and, and thanks for coming here you know stuff like that you know it's a little awkward you don't really know what to say but but you you know you could just be like hey i'm i'm, I'm a huge fan you know thanks thanks for coming here or whatever and then you know they'll probably you know make a lead into other chit chat or whatever and and um i don't know i mean it's just you know once you get your autograph it's like you know you could be like i you know i really appreciate this so much you know Hope hope you have a or, or, hope you have a fun fun weekend or you know have a fun stay here and and uh, yeah you know thanks for you know thanks for everything and then just walk off because sometimes they'll they'll you know they'll sometimes they'll chit chat with you and keep you held there. I remember I was talking to John Wesley Shipp, the guy that played Flash, the Flash in the TV yeah. show. He wouldn't let me mm-hmm. go. Like <laughs> like he. And oh, really? I, I want to say it was probably in a time where he wasn't getting as much as much work but he was really cool and i remember it was when the flash dvds had just come out and he was you know trying to sell those too but i you know i thought he was cool and i loved him i'm like i'm sitting there because i'm thinking like oh my god flash and my wife at the time was like oh my god it's uh i think she said he was dawson's father so i guess he must yeah. have been dawson the father on the dad on dawson's creek or something like that and see, I didn't know yeah. that because I never watched it. But anyway, I think that's what they knew him from. And I'm like, that's the Flash, you know, where that's uh, Bastion's father in Never Ending Story 2. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he was, I mean, he was super, super, super nice. Some of them, I guess it just depends on, like hmm. I said, what they, you know, if they if they usually get acknowledgement like that or if they're just really personable and really like to talk to the fans, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll engage it in, in some way, at least they'll at least be very accommodating and, and, and very nice. And, you know, they'll, they'll actually, you know, they'll actually say stuff to you. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm really glad you came and, you know, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of, you just had to think about it. It's a weird situation where somebody tells you they worship you and you just don't know what else to say beyond that. You're like, Oh, I am pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah i'm I'm wondering if i should say something you know instead of saying what you were saying we'll just you know just walking off saying something like um colt 45 it works every time <laughs> well that's the thing you are you're talking about you would say it or he would say it would no i'm me say it to him oh wow um, see what he would say <laughs> he'd probably be like Hmm. Yeah. Here's my thing. That's not cool. If I'm with you, which I don't know if if I would be able to just sit in line with you or not. If they yeah. did, I would I would probably be like, "Hey, he does a really he does a mean Colt 45. You want to hear it?" <laughs> <laughs> like I'll set you up, and then he'll be like, "Oh, that's, that's fine. I don't need it." And then, and then you yeah. just start doing it anyway. Just talk over him. <laughs> He'd be like, "Yeah, let me hear your Colt 45." <laughs> Uh, jeez. <laughs> but know. I get to meet Did Billy D. Think about man. It. Just think about it like this. You're like, well, I probably will never see this person again. So blah. And then you just <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. And then we have him on the podcast next week. Yep. Yeah, that's how that works. We'll never see you again. Ah. <laughs> oh, you're coming on the podcast. Okay. 
but speaking of autographs, so uh, Star Wars Celebration people have announced like a ton of new people, or not new, but you know, just more people coming to to the ce- celebration this year. And let's just go over the list of um, of people that have already been confirmed. All right, so we got Alan Tudyk playing K two S O, right? And while I'm reading this off, I'm just going to read off uh, pricing for just the autographs, not the pictures, because the pictures are a totally different ball game altogether. Um, but uh, if you want to autograph K two S O eight by ten, it's going to cost you sixty five dollars. Then you got Angus McInnes, who played. Um, who did he play? Oh, like one of the pilots was oh, it um gosh i'm losing i'm it, losing my star wars cred here he was in rogue he was in rogue one right you're talking about the one that they they digitally put him back into that uh maybe so yeah maybe i think it was because i want to say he might have been uh was it gold leader maybe gold leader yeah he but his autograph from him is going to cost you 30 uh then billy d williams 60 uh, Brian Herring, who does some BB-8 work, uh, he will be $40. Then the original Emperor from The Empire Strikes Back, Clive Revel, will be $35. Uh, little Daniel Logan, which he's not little anymore, um, who played, uh, Little Boba Fett, mm-hmm. is 30 Yeah, that sounds and then about David right. Bark- 30. My thing is, yeah. I'm surprised that Ray Park isn't 30 yeah, he plays. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe his popularity's going up. Who knows? David Barclay, who um, did some Job of the Hut work for Return of the Jedi, is thirty. Uh, Deep Roy, it looks like he's getting an eight by ten Yoda, your uh, autograph uh, photo. So he must have done something with Yoda. I thought I didn't know he did anything with Yoda, but that's thirty bucks. You know, it looks like he's in. He was a. He was droopy. Mi- MC Cool in the Sly Snoodles and Max Rebo band. Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. But if you look, if you look on the uh, Authentics page, though, uh-huh. there's a picture of there's a puppet Yoda, huh. from Empire Strikes Back or yeah, Return he, of the he Jedi. Might have been doing yeah. something. I love this dude. My thing is, is I would want a picture of him from uh, from. Um, uh, there's a show that's on HBO called Eastbound and Down. Oh yeah, and he was hilarious in that because he was just like this like crook like this criminal it's like almost like a mexican mm-hmm. gangster and he just had like the little you know the little pencil mustache <laughs> but he was so freaking mean <laughs> like, me, like me and candy loved him he, that was one of our favorite characters in the set he was in the second season i think of uh he's binding down but this dude's been in everything he's so good hmm. so am i reading this right felicity jones mm-hmm. autograph is four hundred and fifty dollars? I thought it was. I thought it was four hundred and fifty or something like that for the for like the the package deal. I'd have to. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, well, you know what? She doesn't have just a regular autograph thing. You have a uh, pre-sale for her photo ops, which is two fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, photo op and autographs four fifty, and then there's a pre-sale for. Uh, Felicity Jones and Alan Tudyk, yeah, uh, autographs for three hundred. So maybe she's not signing by herself or something. Well, see, I, I think know. she was. Maybe it's it sold looks out. Like they must be sold out, or they changed it because I remember they did have it. Because so, see, yeah, the the uh, the four hundred and fifty was for the photo op and the sell and the autograph. But it looks like, right. um, or you can buy a photo op only for two fifty. But yeah, it looks like she's not doing autographs by themselves anymore because I think those were like 300 or something like that. 250, Ooh. 200, something like that. I just remember wow. it being a lot of money. I was like, I could, I just could not pay that much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it just, to me, that's just way like, I, I just didn't get why it was that much because it's, I know, I know she's in a big movie, you know, they, I'm sure all the major stars will be like that, but it's just such a large leap between, cause I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, I feel like it's just that yeah, much because they know people will pay it. And it, I feel like that's not the, fair. She, hmm? She's the highest, I mean, so far. Yeah, yeah. By far. And I was shocked that uh, that, that Ian McDiarmid uh, is charging a good bit. Like, 
Because I would love to have his autograph, but I mean, I don't know. It's just kind 90 of ninety bucks. Yeah, it's $90. Yeah, ninety dollars. I'm like, ooh, you know, even Ray Park to me, Ray Park I think is fifty. And I'm kind of <laughs> like, that's a little high, but I can I can handle fifty dollars, you know. Um yeah. but yeah, it's it's just kind of weird that they're charging so much money for some of these bigger ones. I I don't know. Because that, that and that also means that these the you know, people are gonna pay that to get these autographs and a lot of them are like dealers so they'll turn around and try to sell it for double that price oh which yeah is crazy. Big time. and see this and i think i feel like in, in itself that that and i you know i'm sure people will yell at us for me saying this but i just feel like that industry is kind of shady like i don't know like I, I get selling autographs whatever you know you got to pedal something you know but me, like me personally, when I get an autograph, I'm not selling that autograph. It's for me, and it's you know, even if I have to personalize it to myself, I just want it for me. It's it, you know, what I'm saying it's something to go into my collection, and it means something to me. It doesn't even really hold a monetary value. It's more of just like this is worth a lot to me because it, you know, I re- I'll remember this point, this moment where I got to meet this person. So it's like I don't get why you have to yeah. charge so much money for just a memory because what you know you're going to charge a lot to to scare away people who would try to you know get a cheap autograph and then sell it or something yeah I just I hate that and I, and I know that that's got to be part of it and then the other part of course is the fact that you know we're all you know, us nerds that grew up, you know, watching this stuff when we were kids, you know, we had to worry about buying all this stuff. And it's just like with the toys. Mm-hmm. It's like now that we're grown, we'll pay double and triple the the prices that we used to pay for this stuff, you know, just because we're growing up and can afford it now. <laughs> so it's just oh, exactly. sad. Uh, and, and that's what, you know, a new collection that I'm going to start with Star Wars Celebration is an autograph thing. I've, I've never really been one to collect you know, celebrity autographs, but I'm saying, Hey, you know what? I need to meet some of these people. So when I do, I want to get the autograph in person. I don't want to go on eBay and start buying up star Wars autographs mm-hmm. because eh, I didn't really meet them. It doesn't mean as much to me, you know? And I think that when I do meet them and I get the autograph, it'll mean more, right? you know, down the line. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Cause it's uh, like all part of, it's all part of, you know, just that, that experience. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's part of that memory. It's like, oh, I was there, you know, yeah. like like with Ray Parking, I was there, I was talking to him, I had a great conversation with him, and, you know, and I got an autograph, so it was just an all-around awesome day, you know, so, so yeah, th- those memories to me are what's important, they don't, to me, they don't hold monetary value, so. Hmm. Up next is uh, everybody's favorite X-Wing pilot, Garrick Hagen, Biggs Darklighter, and he's a... Uh, 35 bucks as we just said uh ian mcdermott is 90 dollars mm-hmm. jeremy bullock the original boba fett is a cool 35 yeah sounds about right uh, jimmy v yeah jimmy v the new r2d2 is 45 dollars, and i'm like what i don't even know you <laughs> coming up a little strong out the gate he's like listen you yeah <laughs> pay me attention uh mary elizabeth mcglynn who plays uh governor uh Oh, on Star Wars Rebels, she's the Imperial Governor. Uh-huh. I can't, I can't remember her name, but she's twenty bucks. So that's, you know, I, if you know, I might. It, it's a animated eight by. I mean, the eight by ten is you know the the animated character, mm-hmm. which which they sign. I'm debating since it's only twenty bucks. Yeah, I don't know. I might do it. I'll tell you though, man. Um, but um, but it won't be. It won't be a pre-sale for me. It, it, hopefully, they'll have some on-site tickets, too. Yeah, because I would like to give Vanessa Marshall's autograph. You know, she plays Hera on Star Wars Rebels. I would mm-hmm. love to have a, you know, like a picture of her, like of her character. And with her autograph, that would be really cool. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, I mean, it would be nice if we can have, you know, sexy old uh, uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. there autographing. But, you know, he will. he may show up, but. You know, I don't know if he's not on the list yet. Yeah, he's not on the list yet. But I mean, the, um, you know, these these things will probably be piling up right up until the time you know of the of the yeah. convention. With probably, I mean, uh, I'm sure what when we're there too, there'll be get like there'll be like surprise guests there. I'm I'm willing to bet the people that you wouldn't even you won't know that are coming. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Um, Matthew Wood who does the voice of general grievous in both revenge of the Sith and the clone wars is 35 bucks. 
Paul Blake, who did Greedo, played Greedo in New Hope, $40. Peter Mayhew, who, what did he play? Peter Mayhew? Uh, I can't, hmm. don't, don't, I don't know, some sort of dog-looking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I had to yawn, sorry. Sorry. No. Uh, uh, Chewbacca himself is 60 bucks. Uh, oh, he's pushing, Ray he's Park is, up. <laughs> yeah. Ray Park is, you were talking about, it's $50. Darth Maul. Uh, Steve Bloom, who plays Zeb on the Star Wars Rebels, is twenty five. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Uh, uh, Taylor Gray, who plays Ezra on Rebels, is thirty five dollars. Um, Tim Rose, who plays Admiral Akbar, uh, forty bucks. And then rounding it out is Vanessa, Vanessa Marshall, who plays Hera on Rebels, at twenty five. You know, you could for about a hundred bucks, you could almost get the whole Rebels team. Yeah, that and that, and that might be a possibility. I may go ahead and do that because I would love to have all the the Rebels autographs. Dude, I'm just looking mm-hmm. at this Alan Tudyk. He's only sixty five dollars. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. One hundred and forty for the autograph and photo. Man, Daisy yeah. Ridley, what in the world, girl? I mean, not Daisy. I mean uh, Felicity Jones. Like, like what in the world? She's like, if I'm, but going, I guarantee <laughs> you're going to pay me big time. Yeah, I guarantee you though, if they, you know, if they announce bigger people, Freddie Prince Jr. is not going to be twenty five, thirty five bucks. I don't know, man. I bet he guarantee he was. I, I could see him being fifty, but you don't. I don't know. You, no, you just I don't bet know. he's more than that. I bet. I bet he's at least a hundred. Mm, we'll see. I mean, like I said, you you could be. I mean, more than likely, you're correct. But um, I don't know. He may surprise you. <laughs> I mean, I, I really don't know. We'll 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 see. Fingers he crossed. May. He, I just want to hug him. He may, him. but I, I'm, I'm, I get, I'm, I, you know, I don't know. I, it'd be, it'll be interesting to see if they bring out like Mark Hamill and Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. See what they charge. God, man, you know, but Mark I Hamill bet will you, probably be crazy amounts of money. I, I bet you Ridley and Boyega will, and Driver, if the, if they're there, which they probably, you know, if they're there, they're there for one day, kind of thing, uh-huh. and not the whole time. And they will be just as much as Felicity Jones. Oh, I yeah. Guarantee you. You know what? Probably a lot of it, too, is probably like like crowd control, too. Because, you know, you, you're not just, you know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody in that place is going to try to buy a $300 ticket. So that's probably yeah. another thing, too, is they're probably doing that just so that they're not getting, sw- or I guess, well, I mean, the thing is, is, I feel like if they, it shouldn't matter how much they sell it for, they just, of course, they'll have a limit. And then once they sell out, they hit that number, then it's over. And I know it may go go by within seconds, but you know what I'm saying? Like it would be it would be nice to <laughs> not have to fork out a you know, a car payment to <laughs> get an autograph. But uh So I, I wonder I wonder how much the each actor makes off of a signature. Eighty percent? Eighty five? Ninety? It would have to be. I mean Basically, somebody's sitting there printing out eight by tens that cost them fifty cents a copy at the most. Uh-huh. See, my and thing is, is, I feel like at Dragon Con they keep all the money. Really? Yeah, I, f- I feel like they do. Well, they, well, like they, you know, they'll. Well, Tops is doing this, so Tops, right. you know, Tops is going to have gonna, a little bit of money exactly. invested. Exactly, and that's probably. I mean, that may be why some of these people are a little bit higher too. Like Peter Mayhew. It's probably like, you know, they're not going to like, cause he would, you know, they would go to Dragon Con and probably charge $35. But if they're coming here, mm-hmm. they're probably getting, probably getting, uh, or having to give some of that away to tops. So they're probably like, well then, you know, add on an extra 20 bucks to it and that'll go to them and then we'll get our normal rate. We would somewhere else. But, uh, and then some people may just be playing nice. I really don't know. Yeah. So let's just say Felicity Jones signs 200 photos right and she gets let's just say for what was it was 250 for her autograph let's just say she makes 200 off of each photo you know right how much money is that 200 times 200 that she walks away with in four days that's ridiculous it's like what four forty thousand dollars is that right? Uh, let me see. I'm not me no good with math either. Yeah, you're saying so. You're saying like what? Three hundred, two hundred. Let's 200. just say she she makes two hundred off the autograph, and then and then and she, she signs yeah, and she two hundred. It would be yeah. Ooh, Austin can't type. 
Yeah. Times. It's sad that we have to break out the calculator. I know it. 40,000. 40 grand. Yeah, 40 grand. So for three days, four days worth of work. <laughs> Would you do that? Hmm. Felicity, can you come down and sign some autographs for, uh, you know, about 40 grand? <laughs> sure. How long will I be there? Four days. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's $10,000 a day. <laughs> oh, crap. I mean, really? Ah. Um, there's, there was several other announcements, uh, for Star Wars Celebration. One, you should be getting your badge. Yep. It's in the mail. It should be here tomorrow, probably tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so be on the lookout for, for those and the t-shirt. I bought the t-shirt as well. I don't know if it's in the mail yet, but there's been several exclusives announced and we already knew about the Hasbro, uh, Luke Skywalker exclusive, but Kotobukiya has announced several exclusives, and one of them I'm really excited about. Uh, all all the exclusives are part of their Artifacts Plus line of statues. You get a there's R four M nine R five D four and R two X two, but the one that I am most excited about is the Triple Zero and BT one set. See, I was excited about um, that too. I really, mm-hmm. I really want it. But man, that price! Oh, did they did they say how much it was? Mm-hmm. I didn't even see that yet. Yeah, eighty bucks, eighty bucks. Wow. Yeah, I mean that is for but both. This, you do get both. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. what are they? What do you know? What size figures they are? I couldn't figure out if they were like a six inch figure or what. Well, I mean, they're statues, but the, it, it turns out it's about a six inch figure. Okay. You know, size. It, I mean, it's just like I've got several. I've got a. Captain Phasma, uh, First Order Stormtrooper, two pack. Um, oh, you've got Darth you've got Vader. some of these already. Y- y- yeah, Darth oh, Vader, man. and I've got uh, an AT AT driver. Oh, okay. Um, I would definitely. Use I mean, the Phasma, but I've got the deluxe Phasma, you know, diecast figure. So yeah. I feel like it would be overkill I mean, if I got another one like that. But I would, if I didn't have that, I would definitely love to go for that that statue. But I don't know. I may oh, still really throw down nice. money and get these because I do love those characters in the in the comics. And now, oh yeah, dude. I mean, that's the only reason is because this is the first time we're we're getting any anything new. I mean, any Marvel character, you know, anything new created for Marvel, right. the Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. This is the first time, so this is really cool. Which is you know gets me hopeful for uh, Doctor Afra figure from Hasbro, yeah. especially if these sell real good and they know that the fans really want this stuff. Mm-hmm. Woo. And that series is good, really good. good. good I was stuff. surprised. You know, I didn't know how well a, a spinoff you know, with her would be, but it's basically they treat it a lot like Indiana Jones and I'm really digging it. Hmm. Um, s- Some other news. Oh, there's plenty of, of celebration needs to go around, but here's something I kind of want to dig into for a little bit. Uh, Disney had their, uh, I don't know if this is a monthly, it's probably a quarterly shareholders meeting, but during the quarterly shareholders meeting, it appears that they have shown a little montage of the last Jedi to to the shareholders there. Luckily, luckily there were some people in the audience who were tweeting about it. One was Daniel Miller from the Los Angeles times. Um, let, let me just go through, a. uh, a rundown of his tweets as, as they were coming out. How about that? Okay. So we kind of get a good idea of what, what was going on. Okay. His first one was star Wars. The last Jedi clip is being screened, but it's a joke. Sort of. We just got a few seconds of Ray handing Luke a lightsaber. And that was at the beginning of them of Disney's whole montage kind of thing. So they had that, but then there was a segment dedicated just to the last Jedi later on. It says, we just saw more Star Wars The Last Jedi, the last Jedi footage. In it, Luke asks Rey, who are you? Then we see her deftly handle a lightsaber. And going to other sites reporting about the same thing, it seems that this particular part that he's talking about happens right, I mean, picks up right where The Force Awakens you know, leaves off, he, where she's handing him the lightsaber. 
and the first words out of his mouth are, who are you? Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's interesting. It blows the holes in a lot of theories, you know, like, well, apparently you're not Luke Skywalker's kid. <laughs> if he has to ask, who are you? And this is his old senile Luke. Who are you kid? Get off my lawn. <laughs> hmm. But, uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, it says also making appearances in the last Jedi footage are Chewbacca, uh, general Leia Organa and Finn. And then he said, goes on to say one last thing on the last Jedi footage. We saw all sorts of settings, mountains, oceans, forests, deserts, Looks suitably epic, exotic. But that was not it. He keeps on tweeting. More on the last Jedi clip. We saw a shot of an X-Wing wobbling midair under attack inside a giant ship. Looked like a wounded bird. And then he goes on. More on the last Jedi clip. Since people are asking, General Leia Organa was on screen for just a second in in military garb and didn't speak. And then his last thing was... Uh, a tidbit on the last Jedi footage in this clip, a character yelled, it's now or never. Sorry to say, I couldn't tell you who screamed it, but I believe some other sites were reporting that it was Poe. Hmm. Hmm. Saying it's now or never. But, um, it's interesting to get, to get stuff like this, which means that we're, we're that much closer to getting some footage for our, you know, for us to like, digest ourselves and unfortunately we have to wait for another month for star wars celebration you of course will probably be sitting in the panel watching it while i'm driving home (laughs) um so so this is great you know Uh, i've been dying to see this footage and i'll be uh driving home while everybody else is enjoying it and watching it multiple times (sighs) <sighs> life ain't fair <sighs> so what do you think of um anything that like really sticks out to you from these tweets about this footage uh i mean not really like i and plus i'm trying to like not think so hard on it because i'm just you know what i'm saying like i really like i'm trying to be spoiler free and i want to go into the into the um the panels or whatever, you know, if I can get into them, like, especially on Friday, if I can get to see that teaser, oh man. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've tried not, I mean, I saw, I read where they, you know, they talked about the dialogue between Luke and, and Ray, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I really don't know. So basically I just spoiled the crap out of this for you is what you're telling me. Well, not really. I mean, I'm just saying like, I haven't, I just haven't gone out of the way to like, when I, cause I've seen it reported and I, like I said, I have read, some of the reports and I glanced over like what, like some of the clips that they saw, but I haven't mm-hmm. really thought too much into it. So I really don't have, yeah. I don't know. I don't really have any deep opinions on it just yet. I'm just ready to friggin' see the, the teaser. The trailer. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too. Well, um, one more thing before we go, because it's about to, it's about time to wrap this baby up. Uh, there's still time to enter our Kylo Ren, Hot Toys Kylo Ren give or, giveaway sponsored by Sideshow Collectibles. Uh, what you can do, what you have to do, is go to any of your social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, ha- uh, uh, Instagram. You can even do it in a review on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud, whatever you want to do. Go in. And in your post about the podcast, include the hashtag Outer Rim News Pod, hashtag Outer Rim News Podcast. Uh, that way, uh, we can, uh, it, it flags it so we can see it. And you go in the randomizer pot and then we pull a name. So, uh, just don't forget to go do that. Spread the word about the podcast because we like talking Star Wars, and we don't other people hear it. You know bing what I'm bong, saying, bing bro? Bing bang bong, bing bang I heard that. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outer Rim News Podcast, episode 45. Uh, any last thoughts, Austin? Uh, be nice. Be nice. No, you know what? Nice, no, yes. don't, I don't even want to say that because that's what freaking Chris Hardwick says all the freaking time. You know what? Uh, enjoy your burrito. 
Wait, he says that too. Frick, like, uh, 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 live long and prosper. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Nah, I'll just say this. This, this is all my, all my peeps out there. Just excited. Oh, jeez. Episode 45 works every time. Thanks so much for listening to our show this week. If you want to follow us online, you can do so by visiting us on the web at www.outerrimnews.com. We're on Twitter at Outer Rim News, and we're on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outer Rim News. If you want to leave a review or subscribe to us on iTunes, we would love to see that. And finally, this podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm. It is intended for entertainment purposes only. The fantastic Star Wars rock music used for the show is courtesy of Husky by the Geek. You can find him on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. Star Wars, names, and sounds are all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders. <laughs>